Inevitably, along your business growth journey, there comes a time where you're going to hit that solopreneur ceiling, that place where you can't take on any more clients, where you're already at capacity, where you're working around the clock and it's just not feeling worth it anymore. Maybe you're at the point where you've got money coming in, but it just it's not feeling worth it because it's at the expense of everything else in your life. And so when you are at the solopreneur ceiling or you're coming up to it, or you know that it was a couple months ago, then this is a video that you're going to want to keep watching. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. My name is Sheila Cummins, and I am the CEO and founder of The Road to Seven. We provide financing, coaching, and training for women entrepreneurs that are on the road to and beyond seven figures in their business. And one of the things that we help a lot of our women do is to make that first strategic hire to help alleviate some of the pressure in their business. And, you know, it's interesting. I think I've spoken to six women in the last two weeks about why they haven't hired, what is standing in their way of making that shift from being a doer to being a leader. And the answers are usually the same. It's actually kind of funny. I don't have the time to go and find someone to help me. I don't have the money to be able to pay someone to help me. Do you know what's so funny about that? Is having someone help you when you hire strategically, when you hire the right person, they are literally going to make you more money and give you more time. And yet we're not willing to put in the time and energy and money to find that person. You know what tells me? That tells me that there's maybe something a little more going on. And one of the biggest resistances I see is that shift from being a doer in your business to being a leader where you're leading your team to greatness so that they can help grow your business. And it sounds like such an easy and simple thing. Oh, I'm just going to bring on someone to help me do what it is that I do. But it's actually not that easy. And that's where I think that barrier to having somebody join you and come onto your team comes in. The very first, I'm not going to say reason, but I'm going to say the excuse that I hear women say about why they're not hiring is because they don't view themselves as a leader. You see, when you start your business, you've probably monetized something. You're really good at marketing. Maybe you're a great photographer. Maybe you're a whiz at numbers and bookkeeping. Maybe you're coaching people to live their best life. You've monetized a skill that you have. 
you have figured out how to bring clients into you and your web through techniques and strategies and the style that you have. In order for you to have somebody else help you with fulfillment or have somebody help you with marketing or have somebody else help you behind the scenes with your numbers or with managing your clients, it means that you're going to have to give up a little bit of control. And ah, here's what I know about type A goal-oriented, highly focused action-making women. They don't always like to give up control. And so we start doing things like, well, I can't bring anybody on because people have just hired me to do what it is that I do, or I'm the only person who can capture my voice and be able to share what I do, or I'm the only person who can edit the photos behind the scene. I have my own style and it can't be replicated by anybody. And we use these excuses to convince ourselves that we are literally the only people on the planet. We are God's gift to the earth to do these things in our business. And listen, there is some truth to what you're telling yourself. You are really good at what it is that you do. And there are other people that are also really good at what they do, who can help you, but you've got to be willing to give up the control. Another excuse or reason that I get told of why people haven't hired is that they don't see themselves as a leader. They've never had experience either managing a team or they've convinced themselves that they're no good at leadership. And in fact, that was a story that I held for a very long time is that I'm not good at managing people. What I've learned over the last decade of doing this work and having team members and bringing people on and other people leaving is I am very good at managing people. What I'm not is somebody who's going to take a ton of time with my team. And actually, I was talking about it in our program. We had our group open out office hours this morning, and I was talking about how part of my interview process, I am straight up with the people that are applying. And I say to them, listen. I value you. I value your time. I respect you incredibly. If something's not going well, I'm going to expect you to speak up and tell me I'm always open to doing something differently. But I move so fast. If I'm emailing you something or putting something in our project management software, I'm probably going to forget to use pleasantries. I forget the, hi, so-and-so, how are you today? I hope you had a great weekend. So the email is going to look like, hi, please, can you create a new opt-in page for this? Here's the collateral. Thanks. Talk to you on Wednesday at our call. Like that's what the communication goes. And so it's not that I'm not a good leader. It's that I have a very direct style and not everybody jives with that. And that's okay. But you know what? The right people do. And I've had, listen, Colleen's been with me for over four years now. Dee's been with me for over three years Emily, who manages the podcast, she's been with me for over three, maybe two and a half years. I keep people with whom I work really well. I actually am a good leader. But if I didn't allow myself to really understand my leadership style, how I show up, how I communicate, how I encourage them to be the best version of themselves, how I help them be seen and heard and understood, then I wouldn't actually see myself as a leader. So we've got to take that risk sometimes. You know, the other thing I've seen is people will say to me, well, I've hired. So there's two things. One, I've hired, but I'm still doing everything. And I'll say, well, tell me a little bit more about that. 
And this one woman I spoke to, she said, well, I've hired someone to help me with the copywriting to use on my website. And I said, that's terrific. How'd it go? She's like, well, I just spent the last four hours rewriting the copy for my website. And I said to her, how much did you pay to have that website copy done? She said, oh, about 2500 And I said, but it's just cost you four hours. And I know the happened to know that her billable is over 500 an hour. So it's just cost her, you know, $2,000 of her own time to do work that she's already paid 2500 for. Like, what the heck? Why is she doing it? And it's because we're not giving feedback. We are actually not enabling the people who work for us to do the job and have ownership and authority over that thing which we hired them for. If that copywriter did not do a good job with the copy, then we need to provide the constructive feedback in a kind, supportive, and direct way so that they can do better. So if you've hired somebody, but you're doing their job for them anyway, you number one need to let them go. And number two, you've got to be examining your own behaviors and your own decision-making and your own leadership because that just doesn't make sense. When you hire somebody, we want to hire someone who's going to make your business stronger, who's going to help make you more revenue, and who's going to alleviate some of the time pressure. In order to do that, we need to hire somebody with brains and chops who's really good at what it is that they do. That means it might cost you a little bit more money. I call it hiring up instead of hiring down. When you hire up, you're able to put the KPIs, you're able to put all of the different pieces into place so that they can get the results for your business. That's leadership. And in order to do that, friends, you have to create time in your schedule to lead your team to greatness. So yes, it's an, an identity shift. A lot of people that I've spoken to, one woman said, well, I don't really want to hire. And once we sort of peeled back the layers of it, she said, it's because then I'm actually not as needed and important in my business anymore. And that's just not true. That is just simply not true. Because you as the business owner, your job is to get results for people. And whether it's you who's personally getting results or it's the people on your team, either way, that's what a great leader does. And you are mistaking yourself if you think that people are joining your company simply because of you. They're joining your company because they want the results that you offer. Another reason I've heard people say, well, I'm not really a good leader. I'm not going to step in. I'm not going to, it's not going to really work is that they've hired in the past and it didn't work you know, or they hired the wrong person. Therefore, they've painted this picture that everybody's terrible. Yeah, no. When you're hiring, we want you to be leading a person who's in full alignment with your values, your vision, and your mission, who is really good at what it is that you're giving them full autonomy to have control over. And our job is to make sure that they're the right fit. We hire slow, fire fast. You've heard that. That's such a cliche. We hire slow, fire fast. We always start with a probationary period where you get to just sniff each other out and make sure that you're a good fit. You figure out your communication styles. You figure out your methods of communication. You figure out how you be sharing information, projects, how often you're going to meet, what happens at those meetings. And if at the end of that probationary period, they haven't achieved the goals that they had been hired to do, and you had done everything in your power to give them everything that they needed to be successful, 
then they're just not your person. But don't let that stop you from being a leader and hiring and growing your business. So how do we work around this? How do we step into those leadership shoes? Well, it all starts with a big vision. We've got to see what we want your business to look like. What is that end goal of when you've hit it? What does hitting it look like? And what are you doing in your business when you're hitting it? Are you doing everything that you're doing today or have you, and I hope that the answer is yes, have you got a vision of you doing your genius, that which you love doing, where you are just shining and being able to show up in your place of power and bring your A-game every day because you love your work. That, that is where we start, you being the leader. And then the next question is, well, if I'm here and I want to get here, Number one, what has to happen, but very closely followed by what is who do I need to bring into my sphere to help me? Who is better at ABC or can achieve this project that's going to help me get to that end goal? Who has a better skill set? Who is somebody who I love working with and I totally trust because I know they get results? You know, stepping into those leadership shoes sounds so easy. Oh, well, I just don't do my bookkeeping anymore and I'm going to, you know, bring in a bookkeeper. When you're leading your company through growth, you are not doing all the pieces, but you are leading the people that are doing all the pieces. You are supporting them to show up and be the best version of themselves. But if you don't even give yourself a chance, if you don't even try it, or you stop yourself before you even get to the place of having someone on your team, then you're not giving yourself a chance to be a leader. I'm running a new three-part masterclass about being the leader as you lead your company to growth. It's called The Leader because we all know that I'm very not fancy when it comes to naming my programs, but I also know that I teach what you need to know. So in the leader, it's three days. We'll meet for two hours each day. And every day I'm going to help you get closer to stepping into being the leader in your company so you can start scaling, so you can start on your journey from where you are today to where it is that you want to go. Where you are today is beautiful. It's amazing that you've done what you do and you don't have to stay there. So if you'd like more information about the Leader Masterclass, send me a DM with the word leader and I will send you all the details so you can get signed up. If you know somebody who would benefit from this workshop, from this three-part workshop, please could you share this with them so that we can get more women to the table. The more women that we have stepping into the leadership role within their companies, the more companies we are going to see start to achieve some financial success. The more companies we see achieve financial success, the more women are shifting to profit. The more money you put in the hands of women, the better our world. We're the largest contributors to charities. We take our money and reinvest it in our friends and our family. We provide incredible opportunities for those who rely on us. We use our money for good. And so it all starts with that idea and accepting that you are a leader, 
whether you've done it before or not, we all have it in us. So I will see you again next week. If you'd like information on the leader, just pop the word leader down below, send it to me in a DM and I'll get it to you. And I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, we'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.